This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not it works. no, not me. No, no, the fans. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But, but nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who I'm are you lo- talking I'm, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh. oh no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get early access to the GameZilla Alpha. Exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words are right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash gamesillamedia and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. This is Chops. And Craig WK. And today we are going to bring to you a game that is quacktastic is is that what we're going with? that's where i'm hey i don't i don't want to you know stretch any bills here <sighs> you know don't make me shake my tail feather at you <sighs> yeah. we're talking about ducktales woo yep the video game on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah. It was a platformer from Capcom, released on September 14th of 1989. This game, based on the cartoon of the same name, stars Scrooge McDuck, who goes on an adventure to increase his wealth with ancient treasure. Yes, and uh, the whole time he's trying to outwit his rival, Flintheart. Uh, Glomgold. Yes, Flintheart Glomgold, I his like, arch enemy. I feel like you particularly love that name. I really enjoy the name of uh, Flintheart Glomgold. And they're trying to, t- to take the title of richest duck in the world. Yep. Um, and it also came out on Game Boy. There, uh, yeah, there was a port in 1990. Yeah, I, I had uh, the Game Boy version of DuckTales 2. Uh, and it's it's all right. It's pretty good. It's uh, it, For a Game Boy game, I'd say it's pretty solid as far as platformers go. But uh, uh, honestly, it's it's sort of hard to top the original DuckTales on Nintendo. Yeah. Even DuckTales 2, I feel like, is... It's it's not as worthy of a successor as it could be, I think. Well, this game is built for success because of the personnel who made it. Go they, on. They took the key personnel from the Mega Man series to make yep. this game. So you're you're all you're gonna get a good platformer regardless what they're working on. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and I I feel like the the gameplay had a, a really interesting hook that like you know. Uh, you know, differentiated it from Mega Man. You know, Scrooge uses his cane as a pogo stick to bounce off enemies and other hazards. If he jumps on an enemy, he takes damage. You need to activate the pogo stick of your cane in order to jump on enemies to damage them. Yep. And uh, this game is probably his one of Capcom's best-selling games. It sold over a million copies worldwide on... The Nintendo uh, Entertainment System, NES, and the Game Boy. 
So it was their best-selling game on both systems. This game is incredibly uh, huge for, for Capcom. This was the first Disney game that Capcom developed themselves yeah. for Disney. And it spurred on a huge catalog of Disney games on the Nintendo. A lot you had, of games. Yeah, so you had DuckTales 1 and 2. You had Chippendale Rescue Rangers 1 yep. and 2. You had Tailspin. You had Little Mermaid. You had all these games. Now, mind you, Tailspin is not especially fantastic. But all of these games, for the most part, are really, really good. Capcom was knocking them out of the park in the that era. It was it was Capcom's show. Like that's why they are where they're at right now. Even though they're they've fallen from that grace, they're still around because of that. This was like their golden like age. This yeah. was their era. Was they? It was like Capcom. And who did they have to contend with? Konami. Uh, kind of. Even then, like the series that they come up with. What was it? Castlevania. Uh, they had Contra, mm-hmm. uh, Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. I, those are much more serious, I would say. Yeah, kind of games. These kind of these appeal to kids. It's yeah. it's Disney, you know. Oh like, yeah, like you're hitting a much larger audience than you would be with your Konami games. Absolutely. And uh, back in 1989, uh, when this came out, uh, I mean, Ducktales was was. Big. Yeah. DuckTales was really, really popular. Uh, and I mean, DuckTales was, uh, I mean, it was originally based on a comic series, you know, from back in the day. Right. Uh, you know, the I think it was called The Adventures of like Scrooge McDuck or something. Something like that. And uh, they, they made a cartoon on it. And it was the first cartoon, if I'm not mistaken, from Disney anyway, uh, designed with syndication in mind. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they uh, set out to make a syndicated cartoon with uh, DuckTales because for the most part, cartoons would air and then they'd play through Yeah, and that was it. Like, they, that was all, you know? And uh, Disney came out with DuckTales and it was, like, made to be syndicated and, like, go into, like, you know, repeats and stuff. And for years, DuckTales was played. You know, up until, like, the early 2000s in some channels would, you know, continually play DuckTales. Yeah, it was very popular. It was probably close to, I would say, the most... Well, it had a lot of spinoffs, one. Lots of things came from it. But Mm. uh, probably one of the most popular Disney shows that they've had. I I would say so. Heck, uh, they... uh, uh, More recently, uh, what was it, last year? In the past year, they rebooted DuckTales. It has a new cartoon out. And most of the same voice actors. No, no, no. no. It's all oh, new no. Voice Bobby actors, Moynihan yeah. is a voice actor in it. A bunch of like comedic actors yeah. are in it. And it, I saw, I saw a clip or a, a a screenshot of the voice actor list, and I'm like, why aren't I watching this? Because <laughs> they're really good voice actors. Can I level with you, chops? Yeah. It's actually really good. Yeah, I've heard it is. It's it's actually solid. It's it's interesting because they 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 pull a lot from like the old comics. They yeah. pull a lot from the old cartoon, but they mix up enough to the point where it's not just like, oh, okay, yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. Right. I get it. And they also one of the my complaints with the old cartoon was the fact that Huey, Dewey, and Louie, you know, uh, Uncle Scrooge's nephews. Are all the same character basically? Right. They all uh, they all inhabit different bodies, but they all share a same piece of one soul. Right. They're all the same character basically, and in this version, they're actually all different characters. They all have different personalities and stuff. That's cool, and it's nice. It's nice that they give them their own, you know, uh, different, you know, sort of quirks and personalities. Uh, they they you know they sort of mix it up. So uh, uh, Webigail, uh, you know, I. Uh, uh, the daughter of uh, uh, Scrooge's uh, maid, Mrs. Beakley, 
is no longer just this whiny little like you know obnoxious child. She actually is kind of funny and has her own personality. And so they they do a really good job with the uh, the cartoon. So I, I kudos to Disney for. Doing a reboot that wasn't just a crappy cash grab. Right. You know, good on them. Well, and I think that spawned from the popularity of the remaster of this game, probably, because, you know, I, I mean, it, it, this is a widely critically acclaimed game, but I didn't think the remaster would be as successful as it was. It was big, and the remaster was awesome for a lot of reasons. Aside from the fact they just brought the game out again to a new audience who, you know, in in some cases never had a chance to play it the first time around. They tightened up the controls a bit. They remixed the music. The graphics are all updated. But they added in, like, cutscenes with all of the old original voice actors who have now since passed away. So if you have the ability to play this game, DuckTales Remastered, Absolutely recommend it. I mean, the old Nintendo game I recommend, of course, too. It's a really great game. But, uh, but you know, if you have, like, what would it be on the Wii U, I think the PS4 and the uh, Xbox One, if Some, I'm not mistaken. Like that, yeah. Yeah, I, absolutely. I wouldn't be surprised if it's on the Switch now or coming out on the Switch. Not on the Switch. It would be great if it did come out. I'd buy it again in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. It was it was great. It was a phenomenal game. They add in some extra levels. Uh, I mean, the the extras alone are great because they have, like, you know, old shots from the cartoon. Yeah. You have uh, uh, even the new songs they put in the game. You can unlock 8-bit versions of them. You know, it's great. It's really cool. And you're going to hear the 8-bit, some of the 8-bit songs here later. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll chat about the music, I of course. I listened to the remix versions just before we started recording for the first time and oh my god the remix versions are amazing they're really good oh they're need, really good like if you haven't played the game of the remaster at least listen to the soundtrack oh yeah absolutely uh now uh chops you said that you're you're you watched the cartoon as a kid but you weren't all that into it right like you you didn't really watch it a ton right? i didn't watch it a lot and i'll be honest i didn't play this game much really so uh, as a kid so this came out in 89. 89. So I was two years old when this game came okay, out. Okay, fair enough. So by the time I wanted, I got back to, to these games, I played Mega Man. I played a few racing games with my family, and I played Mario. And then I didn't really, I wasn't into Disney games. You know, I was kind of growing a little bit older, and I wasn't... I don't know. It seemed a little childish to me. Other I wish, than, other than Quackshot, for some reason. I wish I could go back in time to not only slap you upside your head, yeah. but also to give Young Chops a copy of Darkwing Duck, just to be like, "Hey, this was done by the uh, guys who did Mega Man. Give it a shot." And then when you're like, "Oh man, Duck or uh, uh, Darkwing Duck is really great," then I could be like, "Yeah, but here's Ducktales." Oh, okay. I played. I think I've played Darkwing Duck. Maybe uh, I can't remember for sure. It's it's another a solid Capcom game based on a DuckTales, well, a Disney property, which was a spinoff of DuckTales. Right, because right. Techni- well, technically, Launchpad McQuack is in it. Yeah, it's it's very loosely. Very loosely. Very, and, they, and they're relaunching Darkwing Duck, I think, too, didn't they? I, there have been rumors. I wouldn't be surprised with the with as popular as uh, like the the Ducktales reboot has been. I don't know right. if it's like getting crazy good uh, uh, ratings or anything, but at the very least, critically, it's been acclaimed pretty highly. So we should probably talk about the game, though. <laughs> um, I, there's just so much to talk about with Ducktales. The, well, the game. So yeah, your Scrooge, Kane, platformer. Yep. that's the basics. But but it's all about greed. <laughs> This it's one of my favorite sins. The <laughs> sin of greed. Yeah, d- uh, uh, Scrooge McDuck wanders around uh, a bunch of different areas. And uh, uh, if 
Chops, do you have the list in front of I you? Because yes. I want to yes. guess if I can remember them all. I the, think I've got them. The five levels are... Amazon. Yes. Himalayas. Yes. Transylvania. Yes. Uh, ooh, I'm mixing up DuckTales 2 as well. Uh, uh, African Mines. Yep. And The Moon. That's right. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. You win nothing. Oh. But in any event... <laughs> Uh, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, Scrooge McDuck travels through all these, uh, different areas. So, like, for example, uh, you, you have to get, like, the, uh, I think it's, like, a, uh, like a, a really fancy rare coin in, like, the Amazon. Yeah, you need to get different treasures, um, and you can go to the stages in any way. And any yep. any any form you want, a la Mega Man, you get to choose, pick the the levels as you see fit. And then there's also like secret treasures in some of them. There's that a you lot have to of, go back and get. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, areas in the game that are like hidden. Like you have to bounce off of like maybe an enemy's head onto a platform and then up into a secret area. You know, there's a lot of like uh, fun little uh, neat hideaways. And so much of the game is just loaded with treasure chests you bounce off of to get like this, gems. Yeah, and and I think this game. Uh, if to to compare it to a modern equivalent would be Shovel Knight. Oh, it absolutely. Remind, Shovel Knight I feel like is essentially this game but a different IP. Kind of, yeah. It, it, the mechanics are a little different. You know, there's more bounce to uh I uh, uh Scrooge McDuck even when he's just bouncing off the ground right. with his pogo stick, you know, pogo cane. Uh but no, absolutely. I mean, Shovel Knight was very heavily inspired by yeah. DuckTales. And there's bosses at, next to each treasure that you're going to have to fight to get that treasure chest. And then you need to beat the game with a certain amount of monies. Yeah, in order to uh, uh, get the uh, the good ending. Right, because there's three endings. Yep, there's a bad ending, uh, like an average ending, and then the good ending, right? Right, yep. So with the regular ending, you just get for beating the game. The great ending is when you clear the game with both hidden treasures and at least 10 million. And then the bad ending is clearing the game with no money. <laughs> yes, uh, Scrooge McDuck becomes broke, and it's all your fault. Yep. His money bin is emptied out, and he is poor, and his nephews are going to starve. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Where are their parents? You should watch the uh, newest cartoon. Does they explain it? They start hitting in the uh, some of the first episodes. Oh, okay. Because uh, 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 Donald Duck is their uncle. Uncle, yep. Uh, and Scrooge McDuck is their great uncle. Yep. Who is Donald's uncle. Right. And so, wait. So, that's Donald's uncle. So, that means that it's... Oh. <laughs> so, it's... So there's a it's a sibling of of their parents. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Sibling uh, parents, sibling it parents. is Donald Duck's sister who is their parent. Oh, okay. Uh, we uh, even in the the newest version, at least I've not watched many episodes. I've only caught a few, but I uh, I uh, they in the, I think it's the first episode they hint at the fact like you see a portrait and it shows Donald and Uncle Scrooge like sword fighting and it has like a like a female duck and one of the like the nephews uh Huey Dewey or Louie Huey Dewey or Louie is like is that mom and it's like oh man oh wow and it's honestly like it's a heavy you, moment it shouldn't be but it is it is no because it's okay you watch through a, a cartoon and like you know there are all these comics out there and they they only vaguely hint at the fact that like Huey Dewey and Louie have like you know parents somewhere yeah. but you never know really what happened to them and now it's like, oh, oh man, are they gonna like drop like a bombshell on yeah. us in this series? Like that's crazy. Like there, I feel like there's some really heavy stuff they could do with like the fact that his mom is not there. Also, his dad or their dad is not there. Yeah, it's kind of heavy. It is heavy. But uh, when it comes to uh, 
Uh, DuckTales, though, uh, you know, we, we had talked before about how it, like, you know, was a huge success for Capcom. You know, it's their, like, best-selling game on the Nintendo, right? Nintendo and Game Boy, apparently, yes. yeah. Like, you know, one of their best-selling, you know, uh, uh, you know, series of games they've done. And, uh, yeah, it, like, it just opened the floodgate for Capcom, you know? They just, they kept pumping out awesome game, awesome licensed game. Right. That's a, a really something I want to like get the point across of is so many licensed games are garbage. There are so many bad, crappy cash in games. And this one's amazing. Yeah, it's sold for the for the Nintendo uh any for the NES version, it sold one point six seven million. Oof. Game Boy one point four three million. Wow. That is so many copies. Yeah. And it's just a testament to the fact that everybody Everybody loves DuckTales. Yeah. There's no... I, I I don't think I've ever met anyone who didn't like DuckTales. You might not love it. I like it, yeah, but I don't love it. Sure, yeah. You yeah. might not love it. It might not be your favorite cartoon, but you didn't hate it. Right. You right. know? And I think that says a lot. You know, it says a lot to the popularity of the show that, like, at least it was, like, widely accepted. Like, even if not everyone loved it, you know? Yep. And, um, again, besides it being that iconic Disney kind of... Uh, character class or character piece sorry of donald duck fame you would say Mm -hmm. um because it was designed by Mega Man developers kj and fune did the character design for the game Um, interesting i didn't know he did the character design yoshihiro sagakuchi uh sagakuchi did the sound was a sound programmer for it and then the producer was tokuro fujiwara um who was also the producer of the Mega Man series. So it, it's... They had a dream team. They did. They had the top three of platformers at the time, which was the the hot piece in gaming. Yeah, it's... And it's interesting to me that not only was it, like, this dream team of Mega Man, it makes you think, like, oh, okay, they're going to give, you know, Uncle Scrooge, like, a, I don't know, like, a gun or something. They're going to give him, like, a, a, you know, boxing glove launcher or something, some cartoony version of a gun or something, whatever. But they didn't. They gave him like a pogo stick, yeah. and like in in like the the controls aren't as tight as like the remastered version, to be sure. Right. But the controls to the Ducktales game on Nintendo are pretty solid. Yeah, they, it's they built off of what Mega Man was. Mega Man controls, Mega Man One, Two. I mean, because at this time you had Mega Man One and Two out. Uh, it they're they're solid controls. Oh yeah, it's um, uh it's a tight game. Uh, it's I mean, and and graphically, it's uh it's uh, a really charming game. Like it's really colorful. It is really colorful. It's a lot. Of, it's very fun. Yes, absolutely. And uh, they do a even though the the color scheme is sort of like off for a lot of the characters. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Uncle Scrooge is uh, uh wearing red in the game, but he typically wears blue in the show. Right. You know. So like there's there's some things like that that are just sort of like oh well you know not a big deal or anything. But uh but no they have uh, uh Uncle Scrooge. Scrooge, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They have uh, Launchpad McQuack. They have Gyro, the scientist from the show. Yeah. They have Mrs. Beakley, who will give you like health items, which for some reason is ice cream. I'm not really sure. So, so that's what it's funny that you say that because that's part of the translation to America that they revised. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it a different food item? So in Japan, it was hamburgers. Um, they and they replaced it with ice cream. It. I don't know. Um, they also removed crosses from the from the coffins of the Transylvania in the Transylvania stage and put RIP R I P on them. 
Uh, now that is uh, uh, something that uh, Nintendo of America was was big on was removing religious imagery, especially back in the day. So that's not as huge of a surprise as like what like why not hamburgers? Like why was that like something they needed to change? Right, and they and they also um, another revision was uh, the omission of an option for Scrooge to lose all his money. They got rid of the ending in America where they, he loses all his money? Uh, from what I could see, it was because it de- they deemed it unscrooge-like. I mean, they're not wrong. That is not wrong. Yeah, that's you know? that's actually keeping it with the ca- line with the character. But it's funny that they would just bother removing like that. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't know. And then there's also a leaked prototype of the cartridge that a private collector owns. Really? And it has unused uh, content in it. So, like the first release of the game, they had different level names. They had unused music for the Transylvania stage. They had a slower tempo music for the moon stage, uh-huh. and then unused or altered text in the character Gizmo Duck. Gizmo Duck. His name, his Japanese name, was Robo Duck. Oh, right. Yeah, Gizmo Duck is in the game. He's in the moon level. Yeah, and then despite the changes, um, you could see the unfinished uh, unfinished beta version can be seen in the 1990 books consumer guide, hot tips for the coolest Nintendo games, and the NES game atlas. You can see these oh. kinds of things. So it's it's kind of funny. It's like there's you don't see that a lot in games these days no. unless like the developers release packages of, of their unreleased footage or games. But it's interesting to know that there's an actual cartridge of the beta version of this game out there. Yeah, I don't it, know of many of those uh, existing. You want to know one of the only other ones that jumps into my mind? Earthbound Zero. Oh, really? That was a prototype that got leaked out, and uh, collectors got a hold of it, and then they uh, uh, brought the game online. Oh. Uh, put the game online, yeah. The, but yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Uh, it's also weird to think that like the moon theme, which obviously you're, you know, you've you've. Had, I don't like it. Yeah, you don't like it. Yeah, it's too slow. It would have been slower. I know. That would have driven me crazy. That would have been weird. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been really, really weird. I I know that I'm controversial here in saying I don't like the moon song, but you well you are. I mean, because yeah. it's it's hailed as like the greatest Nintendo song ever. I don't know who's saying that, but that's okay. Pretty much everybody but you. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. You're exaggerating. Mm, I don't know, man. I, I'm not saying it's my favorite Nintendo song by any means, but, but I would say it's it's a probably favorite. one of the best. Yeah. Now, um, there is speed runs of this game. Oh. And th- I wanted to bring this up because there's there's some unique things about this. Yeah. So current any percent world run, a world record speed run for the game is seven minutes and eight seconds. Seven minutes? And eight seconds. And eight seconds? Yeah. Did they get the, like, poor ending? Well, so there's specific rules for any percent okay so the rules are the leaderboard is only for the original nes release okay and you have to submit um what's called an ac version of ducktales to the any percent ac category which means afternoon collection it's like specific collection piece whatever okay but times are based on um uh Speedrun's done, or speedrun SDA timing. I forgot what the name, what that stands for. But basically what it means is timing starts when you gain control of the character. Okay. So the frame where Scrooge appears and ends when you touch the treasure chest after the Dracula fight. Okay. So um, there's a time delay that you can set up. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to highlight your video 
uh, of your run starts from the title screen, so 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 you can see what difficulty you're being played on. Okay, this is very specific. Yeah. Uh, you must so your submissions must contain video proof, and submissions without video proof won't be accepted for All these right. speedrun categories. Right. Um, and then there's pro tips: you can heal yourself at any time in the game okay. by pressing select, and you can pay three million to heal yourself, which I didn't know about that. Um, you can't use turbo. You can't use translation hacks or anything like that. And um, the PAL version is not allowed. Why not the PAL version? Um, so because it uh, since it is not only slower, but the game also behaves differently. You can jump over the helicopter pit in the Amazon on the PAL version. Really? Which is not possible in the North American one. Weird. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize there were that many, like, just odd version differences between the PAL version and the American version. Yeah, I guess I didn't know that. Hmm. But it's, isn't it? It's very specific on these any percent category for this. Yeah, that is oddly specific but for, you know, any percent. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Seven can minutes. You, can you imagine what stages they're not going through for that? Let's see. They have to go through the first stage, which yeah. is uh, your choice. Your choice. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. You get to pick whichever one. Yeah, yeah. So I wonder which one they go with first. Yeah, I'm Or not how sure. they even... Can you even go to the boss? Like the final... I was under the impression that you had to beat all of the levels in order to unlock the final level to fight Dracula Duck. Maybe you don't. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe you have to beat one level and you can... Glitch it to somehow? it? Yeah, maybe. We'll have to look glitch. into this for you. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. You feel... It sounds like you're upset about this. The fact that I don't know? No, that that it's like the short. Like it feels I feel like I heard just hurt you a little bit on the speedrun. A little I mean speedrunning in general is is it's not you don't speedrun because you enjoy the game. You, you speedrun to beat it as quickly as possible. Right. So it, there there is a like for me who takes my time with video games and goes slow and you know there are games that I try to rush through like you know maybe Sonic games, Mario games, but that's usually only after I've beaten them you know so it's just there's a and i realize that these people have you know beaten them like a million times of course yeah. but uh but yeah i don't know there's just a part of me that like just thinks like yeah i don't i i just like it just doesn't seem very enjoyable to me <laughs> to just blitz through this game stress yourself out fight dracula duck some people wear heart rate monitors while they're playing these games speedrun games to see what their heart rate is up to I mean, it's got to get really, really ridiculously high, right? Oh, I would imagine so. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't even imagine. Now, Chops, I did want to chat about the music to the game. Is oh, there anything really? Else? That's surprising, right? We never talk about music for video games, ever. Your sarcasm is duly noted. Thank you, Craig. Yes, let's talk about the music here. So we're not going to play the Moon Song because it's terrible. But we will play a few other ones. No, hold hold on. Hold on just a second, Chops. A few episodes ago, we played the moon because it was a part of our uh, uh, Nintendo, you know, uh, bracket. Yeah, but it was awful. Yeah, yeah. Did it win? I don't I don't. I think it did. I don't remember. Oh, it did win. I don't remember. I don't. Listen, Chops. I remember it going up against a really great song. Uh, from G.I. Joe, the video game yeah. on the NES. And that, it I, that was really like the superior song, and but that's okay. It lost. It's okay. It's okay. It was you defeated. Know? There's destroyed. Always, there's got to be an underdog in here somewhere, and it was the moon. So, 
So this first song we're going to play here for you is... Hold up. <laughs> first off, shut up. <laughs> Second off, no really, shut up. <laughs> Third off, I'm going to kill your mic. The music, don't forget, is composed by Hiroshige Tonomura. And he's hailed as some of the greatest on the system, especially the moon. Uh, but I'm also partial to a lot of the uh, other uh, songs on here. But here's the kind of weird thing. Hiroshige Tonomura. Uh, is a one-hit wonder, basically. Yeah. Do you know what else he did? No. Are you sure? Uh, maybe? I'm messing with you. You don't know what I this don't. is. The, the only other game that I could find of his is the, ni- is the game, uh, <laughs> the arcade version of 1943 Battle for Midway. Oh, God. Although, weirdly enough, if you listen to the music... It's a little bit of a DuckTales quality. Does it really? It. Interesting. It's kind of interesting. interesting. It's, uh, yeah, it's the uh, 1943 Battle for Midway on arcade, not the Nintendo version. Don't make that mistake, because that's the mistake I made. I was like, this isn't anything good. I was like, this is garbage. And I like did some more research, and I was like, oh, never mind. But first off, what do we have as far as DuckTales? We have, and we have to play it, the title music. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't get much more better than this. catchy is that song it's uh about as catchy as the original version of the song which is extremely catchy it is i I, it'll be stuck in my head all night yeah pretty much i mean life is like a hurricane yeah it's a duck blur i mean if you're gonna talk about race cars lasers and race cars lasers aeroplanes i just messed it up oh wow yeah you did that's you would wouldn't you yep yep i want to keep going because we're on to one of my picks. Yeah. Right? No. No, this is your pick. Oh, my pick? This is yours. This is the Amazon. Oh, I really like the Amazon. This is always the first level I do when I play. Really? It is. Why? I don't know, honestly. I just really like the music. I think it's a more like upbeat kind of uh, level. It's, uh, you know, I mean, like Transylvania is cool, but it's kind of spooky. African minds are awesome, but it's, you know, a little bit like kind of... Uh, uh, I don't know. It's uh, like a more dreary level, like a lot of browns and stuff because you're going into the mines. Yeah, I guess we didn't really go over the levels too deep. Uh, but yeah, no, the, uh, the the Amazon is bright. It's it's colorful. It's green, you know. Uh, you get to fight uh, giant uh, gorillas. Uh, they're like, you know, piranha plant, you know, monsters that eat you. Giant bees. <laughs> it's fun. It's great. All right, well, let's listen to this one. Thank you. 
How awesome is that song? It's some fun. It is, isn't it? It is a really fun song. I really enjoy the Amazon level. I, uh, yeah, the, uh, so what, uh, what is your, uh, song of choice though? Mine is the African minds. I really like the African minds Cause theme. it's funky. It is really funky. And I like funk and I, I don't know. It's just, it's just a good song for me. Sorry. I forgot the, I forgot the pause that song there. My bad. Um, so yeah, we're going to play jobs. The, 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 the African minds here, please. And, uh, hope you enjoy it. Such a good soundtrack. Oh, it's, I like. I just picture in my head like keyboardist, sunglasses, just real funky place, oh, rocking out. It's just so great. Yeah, the the soundtrack to this game is is one of the the things that's sort of like kind of carried on its legacy. I feel like because you know eventually you know it's it's hard to like hook up the old Nintendo and stuff, yada yada. Right. But you know the music kind of lasts forever because you slap it online and it's there for whenever you want to listen to right. it. And uh, so I feel like Ducktales is uh, uh, one of those games. Uh, you know, much like Mega Man, where you know the the soundtrack really just sort of like continues on and on. Right. Now, I want to play one more, and it's from the remaster, but we have to play it. It's the credits. Yes. Because it's, one, it's the show song. Yep. But it's a remaster of the show's music with the same singer. The same singer, and... uh you know what? I, I feel like... Uh, uh, Is it okay if I play this? Yeah, words don't do it justice, so just go ahead and play it. Okay.
It is now in your head. <laughs> it is. And it's not leaving anytime soon. And I'm not upset about it. I hope you pause this, download this song immediately, and just listen to it the rest of the night. You don't even have to finish the rest of this episode. You know what? Yeah. I'm okay with it. It's You know what? We That was such a high note. We we can't top that for the rest of this yep. episode. So this has been this week. <laughs> this has been great. This, this has been, been great. This has been great. Okay, well, I'll let you that, continue. It, See you yes. Yeah, whatever. Uh, no, that song, it's, it's like... I don't ever want to hear the original version of this song. It's still the original version, still great. But I mean, this version of it is it's just so, so good. Much better. It's, it's so, solid. It's funkier. It's the, there's so much heart and fun behind it. Mm-hmm. It's nostalgic. It's everything a great song is. Yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. Yeah, the I, I mean, you know, we're we're of course covering the uh, the Nintendo game, of course, but I mean, you know, the Nintendo game is hard to come by, you know, it you, is, and it's also, uh, to the best of my knowledge, a little pricey at this point if you're buying it online. It might be, I can't remember, just because it's such a well loved game, you know, I I and it might not be super expensive, but I mean, you know, you can probably get uh, the the remastered version for a decent price these days, right? You know, so it's definitely something to consider when you're uh, thinking about this game because. It's it's absolutely worth playing. DuckTales is a phenomenal game on the Nintendo. And uh, it's, I mean, especially if you love the cartoon when you were younger. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's so good. Now, uh, Chops, is there anything else you'd like to touch on for uh, uh, DuckTales? Or uh, should we jump into our retro relapse? I'm ready to jump into that. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for Retro Relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast. Retro Relapse. This week's Retro Relapse is, um, well, it's uh, 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 coincidentally uh, another uh, uh, Disney game that was, you know, licensed. But not necessarily from Capcom. No, this is Tailspin for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> Spin it! You lo- you literally say that every time I say Tailspin. <laughs> Spin it! Tailspin. <laughs> Spin it! Tailspin. <laughs> Spin it! Tailspin. <laughs> Spin it! I could go on all night. Honestly, I could too. <laughs> uh, Tailspin uh, on the original Nintendo was made by Capcom. It was like a yes. shoot 'em up. Yes. However, the second Gen- Genesis version was <laughs> second Genesis version was done by Radiant Software. Yeah, interactive designs, mm. and this is a platformer. Go figure. It is what you could choose between Baloo or Kit. Uh, little did he call him Little Britches? He calls him Little Britches in it, but you play. I think it says Kit. Yeah, yeah. his name is Kit. Yeah, and then basically you're on a on a task to collect cargo boxes uh, for a big contest that's happening, uh, and you are going up against. Shao Kahn. Shere Khan. Or Shere Khan, sorry. Shao Kahn is Shao Khan is from Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. He was the shapeshifter. Yeah. Who might be Shere Khan. Oh. Oh, my. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and um, you have to beat Shere Khan at his evil tycoon ways, uh, tiger tycoon ways. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and you also have to get these because uh, Don Carnage... Carnage? Carnage, whatever. I, I think it's Carnage. It's, I don't know. He's also uh, in in the mix, too. Also, uh, 
uh, as a quick side note, uh, Tiger Tycoon is the less successful offshoot of uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, is it? Where, <laughs> where, where you build a tiger cage is it? and your guests go in and then they never come back out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's unfortunate. Yeah, no, the uh, I will say the show, or the show, the uh, I, I watched the cartoon a little bit as a kid. I didn't like uh, Tailspin quite as much. Basically, I would watch it for the opening sequence, the opening to the cartoon, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it uses the characters from the Jungle Book, like Baloo, Shere Khan, uh, uh, Louie, mm-hmm. King Louie. And, uh, you know, it th- throws him into like a more like sort of like modern sort of sitcom setting where like Baloo is a uh, pilot who transports goods. Yeah. And in this game, he's trying to get a lifetime work contract from uh, the city of Cape Suzette. That was the main city of the series, yeah. And uh, and he's basically just trying to beat out Sher Khan because of his he's a businessman. I I don't know. It's I really enjoy Sher Khan. I really the it, character it, is really good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I mean the Tailspin version, of course, is him as like an evil businessman. So it's right. you know, but he they do him justice by making him really really menacing in the cartoon, at least from what i remember Mm -hmm. and uh i mean let's face it he's one of the most evil of disney villains he basically wants to eat a human child that's that's his shtick well thanks thanks uh, right i mean that's it that's it like shere khan wants to eat a human child he wants to eat the man cub that's it he wants to kill and eat the man cub that's all that's what he wants you're a terrible person (laughs) i'm not terrible it's shere khan why'd you bring that up Shere Khan was a, uh, originally voiced. Oh no, his uh, Tony J is the voice for this game. Yeah, uh, well, oh, sorry, not, for not the, the game, for but the, the cartoon. For the, for the yeah. cartoon, uh, he did a, a whole bunch of stuff. So he's the voice of Magneto from the X Men Legends games. Oh yeah, uh, he's done Bard's Tale. He's the narrator for that. Oh. He's the narrator for Lord of the Rings: War of the Ring game, Legacy of Cain Defiance. He's an Elder God, but uh, besides that. I just want to bring up some of his other work. Um, in television, he did uh, five episodes as Rex Smith Higgins. <gasps> Rex Smith Higgins, Smith my Higgins, arch yeah. enemy. Yes, in Hey Arnold. <laughs> that uh, was his voice. Well, I'll be danged. I, uh, I really uh, enjoyed Rex Smith Higgins. Yes, he, uh, let's see here. He's also, he was Megabyte in Reboot. Oh. Um, he did a Dr. Lipschitz from Rugrats. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, danged. And uh, let's see. There was a couple more that I wanted to bring up. Oh, he was uh, 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 Claude Frollo from uh, uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame from uh, Disney. Yes, yep. That was one of them. Yep. And then... Um, Oh, where, where's I just had hey, another one, but I he's can't Baron remember. Mordo from uh, uh, Spider Man cartoon. Yep, well, I'll be danged. Um, uh, oh yeah, he's the narrator in Animaniacs. <laughs> yeah, he he has an awesome voice. He yeah. he uh, he did a great voice, and uh, he of course you know was uh, Shere Khan in the uh, cartoon. Uh, the he was. Shere Khan originally had a different voice actor way back in the day for the Jungle Book. Yes, but that voice actor had passed away, and uh, uh, uh. uh Jay has uh, Tony Jay. Tony Jay has passed passed away. away. Oh, I forgot. He he was uh, Virgil in uh, Mighty Max. Oh, yeah. That's what I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. He's had a lot of. He's done a lot of work. A lot of work. He really has. It's a a lot of credentials he's got on his his list. What his work uh, history is from. 
2011 all the way back until, holy cow, 1974. Wow, yeah. He was part of the Royal Shakespeare Company. Um, he's also probably, those are just voices. He starred in a lot of stuff as well. Yeah, especially earlier on, yeah, in mm-hmm. his career. Yep. Uh, eventually, uh, he, he sort of, you know, became the, the voice actor that he, you know, is sort of, at least to me, more no, known for. Right. You know, I, uh, yeah, I really, really like his work. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the game itself, though, is very bland. It's uh It's just a platformer. It's a platformer. It's, it's, you pick up crates, you hit guys with, uh, it, it was either paddle a ball. paddle ball or a yo-yo. I couldn't really tell. And I thought it was a paddle ball, it but it could, maybe it was it a could yo-yo. Be. The hitboxes are really weird. Yeah. The platforming is a little strange at times. Enemies, enemies take way too many hits to way kill. Way too many hits. And yeah, it was, I mean, it was a platformer. It didn't, it didn't wow me. No, no, certainly not. Uh, now, on the 8-bit scale. Yeah. I, what do you say? I'd probably give it a middle of the road, a four. I was going to say a four. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't super broken. The Like you said, the hitboxes were a little wonky, you know, mm. nothing great. It's the same premise. Each level, you're just collecting cargo boxes. Yeah, nothing and really you, fantastic And then there. you fight a guy in the airport, I think, of... of I mean, he's a it. pilot, fair enough. It's weird. Well, yeah. Know. Yeah, four out of eight. Nothing too crazy here for me. What about uh, that's what you're Shere Khan gets an eight out of eight for me. Yeah, Shere Khan gets an eight out of eight. Okay. It, it, you know what? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't get much more e- evil than uh, eating children. All right. Eight out of eight. That's never mentioned in the game, but okay. Um, Did you see any human children in the game? It's because Shere Khan already ate right. them. Eight out of I've, eight. I've lost Craig. <laughs> I've lost him. All right, so we're going to get into our NES music bracket for this week. Yeah, we have some good ones. We have two contenders here. We have, which one are we doing first? We first up have the, uh, from The Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, which was composed by, not Koji Kondo, as you would expect, but instead uh, Akito Nakasuka. Uh, Why would you expect Koji Kondo? Because he did the music from like every other Legend of Zelda game ever. Fair enough. Yeah, that's. that's I'll, I'll take your expert opinion there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, this is the palace theme. The theme of the dungeon. I like to call the dungeon theme. Yeah. And uh, let's give us a listen. theme is a, a really fun uh, uh, you know set of music for uh, Legend, uh, Legend of Zelda 2 Adventure of Link uh, but honestly the version that I know it better for 
It's from Smash Brothers. Yeah, me too. From Hyrule Temple, you yep. know. I, I just, it's such a fun song. And uh, I just remember fighting to that music so many times. And there's a lot, like, as much as the second game wasn't as popular. It certainly was The music in it is surprisingly good. Yeah, consider a lot of the, of the current Zelda music is from that. You, yeah, they they definitely uh, uh, have reused some themes and yeah. you know played around with that kind of stuff, and uh, uh, it's just interesting to me that like it was not composed by Koji Kondo, who right. did the Legend of Zelda, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. He did almost every other Legend of Zelda game's music. Maybe not some of the the more recent ones. Uh, I think he's had like more teams to help him out and stuff. You know, uh, with more recent uh, outings. But uh, but yeah, he he's it's just interesting that it's a, a different person who did it, but uh, still did a great job. Yeah. Now, going up against the palace theme is a uh, and this is going to be a bit more obscure. I I think that not as many people are going to be as familiar with this. This is probably one of my favorite Nintendo songs. This is a song called "Endless World" from Dragon Warrior Two, otherwise known as Dragon Quest Two, and I. Uh, to me, this is a song that really encapsulates almost like a Dungeons and Dragons spirit, like the the adventurous kind of a sort of lonely adventure. So let's go ahead and uh, give it a listen. really like this song it's uh it's a little more upbeat than uh in this game there is a uh uh another overworld uh music or set of music when it's just the uh first character on their own Mm -hmm. because you eventually get three characters in this game and uh which is even has it like an even more look sort of like lonely feel to it uh in this it's a little bit more upbeat but you still feel i don't know Listening to this, it makes me feel isolated almost, and and it probably is because of the fact that going through this game, it's a lot of you wandering around this world map, you know, trying to find dungeons and caves and yeah. towns and stuff. But I, uh, but yeah, I really, really dig Endless World. Yeah, I like I like that one. It's it like you said, it, it's lonely. It reminds me of like if you're traveling with someone you don't really know. Yeah, you sort know? of like a, a slightly awkward feel, which is sort of fitting you say that because the uh, the three heroes of Dragon Dragon Warrior Two, Dragon Quest Two, uh, they're like cousins, like distantly related. Uh, they're like descended from like a, the hero of the previous game, mm. but they don't really know each other especially well or anything. They're not like friends, maybe potentially childhood friends, but they don't really talk a lot about that because there's not a ton of plot to the game, you yeah. know. Uh, uh, at least not a lot of character development and. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, uh, it's uh, a really nice theme. I like it. Yeah, well, you can vote for this on our Facebook page yep. and our Facebook group. 
go to the Legend of Retro on Facebook, and you'll find the poll up there when this episode is posted. That way you can vote on it, and we can figure out what's going to be the next set of bracket contenders here. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, if uh, you know chatting with us through Facebook isn't enough, there's always our Discord. Uh, you can join up and uh, chat with us there. And uh, when you're uh, not chatting with us and you want to support us, there's always patreon.com slash gamezilla media where you get to have a uh, say in the retro relapses once a month we have a uh, a random winner picked and a whole lot of other uh, perks yeah so if you're a five dollar patron you get entered into the game genie perk there for that random uh, legend of retro relapse and then you also get uh, access to the behind the screen dm screen that is of the noobs and dragons podcast we have that comes out on every wednesday where craig is the dungeon master and is leading grimlock myself and jazzy through our first campaign yeah it's a lot of fun and uh if you uh can't get enough of it uh you know you we have this behind the scenes once a month show which uh sort of shines some light into like you know maybe some like maybe some weird choices maybe some odd things that happen maybe there's a character that didn't get enough screen time and you want to know more about them yeah that's what we got that show for and then also since we're part of the gamezilla media group you can listen to the gamezilla show on mondays live at 7 p.m on twitch yep. and on tuesdays when the episode posts you can listen to it there itunes stitcher tune in radio as well as gamezilla alpha which comes out every sunday but you get early access again if you're a patron so yep. it's really important to become a patron go to gamezillamedia.com to learn more about the show see our blog and see our new shop that we just opened up yeah, and uh, if uh, if you know old RPGs like Dragon Quest or something you're into, I've been playing around with uh, long plays on our uh, Gamezilla Media channel on YouTube. Uh, just finished Final Fantasy VI not too long ago, and uh, we're on to Earthbound. So uh, make sure to join me as we uh, go through, uh, you know, playing uh, these old RPGs as I voice all the characters. And That's the best part. Make my throat hurt every every single episode. Oh man, it's great. It, your voice work superb thank you i appreciate it i'm personality not that great i can live with having a good voice but no per no uh a rotten personality perfect okay i was gonna say it's not that i have no personality i I didn't say that yeah i I would say it's It's rotten it's it's blackened it's it's very much uh hardened Mm -hmm. and kind of coal like i would agree with that i would i i yeah okay fair enough Yeah. yeah Now, uh, do you have anything else to add on our episodes or show or anything we talked about today? No, I think we've uh, just about wrapped everything up, and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, sign off, and we'll see you all next time when When the the legend legend continues. continues. Here we go. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery. I'll rewrite history. DuckTales. Every day they're out there making DuckTales. Tales of daring do bad and good luck tales. Danger looks behind you. There's a stranger out to find you. What to do? Just grab onto some ducktails. Every day they're out there making ducktails. Tales of daring do dead and good ducktails. Not ponytails, no cottontails. No ducktails!